بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ربي اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري اسماء الله الحسنى the most beautiful names of Allah already day 17 of the 99 names of Allah Ramadan series can you guys believe it? why, why are we doing this? what is the point of this halaqa? because Allah states in the Quran and to Allah belong the best names so invoke him by them surah al-araf verse 180 and then there's a hadith where Rasulullah said that Allah has 99 names. Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. So today we're going to be looking at two names of Allah. We're going to learn about Al-Hay and Al-Qayyum. Now these names might be familiar to you and I'll get into how it's familiar later on. But first, um, and also these two names are found often in the Qur'an, so this should be a hint of how these two names are familiar to you. Where Al-Hayy, it refers, refers to the everlasting life, while Al-Qayyum refers to a self-sufficient life. So let's look at Al-Hayy first. So Al-Hayy, the living, he is the one with no beginning and no end. Al-Hayy comes from the root Ha, Ya, Ya, and it can mean to live, to be distinct, to revive, to call into being, or to be whole. So we have this verse And rely upon the ever-living who does not die and exult with his praise and sufficient is he to be with the sins of his servants acquainted. Surah Al-Furqan verse 58 so we had already, we learned about the names of Allah before Al-Mumit, Al-Mahid al Al-Mumit, the one who gives life and the one who give, takes away life, so he is the death giver. And so here we have also the name we're learning about today, which is Al-Hay, the ever-living, who does not die. And this verse is, again, confirming, and rely upon the ever-living who does not die and exalt Allah with his praise. So say, SubhanAllah, Alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar. Just remember Allah throughout your day because Allah is the everlasting. He does not die. And so this is a nice verse to think about. And this is also reminding us that we're going to sort of rely on people in this world, but we can't rely on them for everything because they are not Allah. They are not ever living. They are not Al-Hay. And so here Allah is just telling us to wakkal al-Hay, rely on Allah. So let's see what Imam Al-Ghazali says about this name. Al-Hay, the living, is both agent and perceiver, so much so that one who does not act or perceive at all is dead. The lowest level of perception involves the one perceiving being conscious of itself, for what is not conscious of itself is inanimate and dead. But the perfect and absolute living thing is one under whose perception all perceived things are arranged, as are all existing things under its activity, so that no perceived thing escapes its knowledge and no action its activity. And that is God, great and glorious, for he is the absolute living one. <clears throat> okay, so now let's look. Let's look at our second name for today, Al-Qayyum. Al-Qayyum, the self-existing, the sustainer, the self-subsisting. He's the one who doesn't require nutrients, sleep, or anything else to exist. He alone suffices. suffices. <laughs> Al-Qayyum comes from the root Qaf wa Mim, and it can mean to stand, to begin, to exist, to be founded on, to manage, or to, to make right. 
So looking at the first meaning to stand from the root qafwal mean, we have aqimis salah, stand up for prayer. And then we have this uh, hadith where Anas bin Malik said that whenever a matter would distress the Prophet or would distress him or anyone, the Prophet وسلم, would say, Ya Hayyu, Ya Qayyum, Birahmatika Astaghith. O living, O self sustaining sustainer, in your mercy do I seek relief. Then we have this verse Allahu la ilaha illa huwa al Hayyu al Qayyum. La ta'khuduhu sinatun wa la noom. Lahu ma fi samawati wa ma fi al Ard. Man daladi yashfa'u andahu illa bi idni. Ya'lamu ma bayna aydihim wa ma khalfahum. وَلَا يُحِيطُونَ بِشَيْءٍ مِنْ عِلْمِهِ إِلَّا بِمَا شَاءَ وَسِعَ كُرْسِيُّهُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَلَا يَؤُدُّهُ حِفْظُهُمَا وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ So this is the verse where you might have heard of these two names الحي القيوم الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم Allah, there is no deity except him the ever-living, the sustainer of all existence neither drowsiness overtakes him nor sleep to him belongs whatever is in the heavens and what is there, whatever is on the earth. Who is it that can intercede with him except by his permission? He knows what is before them and what will be after them. And they encompass not a thing of his knowledge except for what he wills. His kursi, his throne, extends over the heavens and the earth, and their preservation tires him not. And he is the most high, the most great. And also we've learned about these two names, Al-Ali Al-Azim. We've learned about these two names previously. And so here, this verse is just Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayat Al-Kursi, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with, verse 255. This is, this is literally just telling, it's, it's explaining who Allah is to us. He is Al-Hayyu Al-Qayyum. He is the ever-living, He is the sustainer of all existence. Neither drowsiness nor sleep takes Him. We're humans, we get tired, we get sleepy, especially in Ramadan, we want to take that nap and and then get back to work or start cooking. Whereas for Allah, he he doesn't need sleep, he doesn't need he doesn't get drowsy, he doesn't get tired. And everything on this earth, everything in this heaven, nature, everything, it belongs to him. And who can intercede with him except by his permission? So he he's the one who gives permission for intercession. He knows what is before them and what is after them. He is all-knowing. He he's got everything written down. He knows everything. He is witness. We already we've learned about that name as well, the ever witness, Shahid. And so his knowledge, he is the most knowledgeable. He is the most high, the most great. Then we have this another verse. And all faces will be humbled before the ever-living, the sustainer of existence, and he will have filled who carries injustice. And then it's the following verse. It's Surah Taha, verse 111 to 112. So those, uh, and all faces will be humbled before the ever-living, the sustainer of existence, and he will have failed who carries injustice. But he who does of righteous deeds while he is a believer, he will neither fear injustice nor deprivation. So this is a, these two verses are quite strong in their meaning. So once on the day of judgment, we will be faced 
with, we will be facing Allah. We will be facing our judgment. We will be told if we're going to heaven or hell. We, we will be standing in front of Al-Hayyu Al-Qayyum, the ever-living, the sustainer of existence. And the, the verb that is used, wa'anath, will be humbled. So we will, we think we're so great now in this world, on this earth. We're like, oh yeah, I've done this deed. Oh, I've done this. I've done this action. I've done all these things. And there's people who are arrogant and they think they're all that. But on the day of judgment, all faces, all faces, all faces will be humbled before the ever living, the sustainer of existence. And then what is followed by that? And he will have failed who carries injustice. So those who have failed in believing in Allah, who don't believe in Allah, who say that Allah doesn't, isn't, doesn't exist, who think that they are invincible, who think they can live forever. And those people who deal with people on without, with injustice and in, iniquity, those who are rude, who think they're better than some someone else, who think that, oh, because they've got loads of money, they can just spend it. Those people will have failed on the day of judgment, except the verse that follows, 112, those who do righteous deeds while they are believers, believers, they will neither fear fear injustice nor deprivation. So if we keep doing righteous deeds while we believe, believe in Allah, believe in the day of judgment, believe in the Quran, and do these righteous deeds, we will. We, there's no fear for us of having to deal with injustice or deprivation. Inshallah, we will be given heaven. And also, there's this. Um, looking back at the name Qayyum, we there's this. Uh, uh, prayer Qiyamul Layl, the optional night prayers. And so this hadith where Aisha, the Prophet's wife, recorded that when the Prophet ﷺ would pray Qiyamul Layl, he would stand until the skin of his feet would swell. So she said, O Prophet of Allah, do you do as such while Allah has forgiven you of all mistakes? He responded, Should not I be a grateful servant of Allah? And so here, again, Rasulullah, he is, he is, what the most perfect example of how we should be as human beings. We should be following his sunnah, we should do, be doing good. He literally pray, was praying an optional night prayer, even though he was guaranteed heaven. And here we are just sleeping it, sleeping through the night. This is a reminder for myself for some more, more moments because I find it hard to wake up in the middle of the night for tahajjud or qiyam al-layl. But this hadith is just reminding us of how beautiful the blessings of Qiyam al-Layl is because there's also that hadith where in the middle of the night, of the in the late third of the night where Allah will come down to the nearest of skies and he'll ask who of my servants are praying for me or asking for me. And so this is just highlighting how beautiful and how important it is to actually take like just a third, like 30 minutes of our night just to wake up before Fajr, like between midnight to Fajr and just wake up for just 10, 15, 30 minutes, and just be grateful for Allah for giving us this life, for blessing us as Muslims, and for just just to be, just pray to Him to give us that guidance to continue on this right path. So let's see what Imam Al-Ghazali says about Al-Qayyum. Al-Qayyum, the self-existing. You must know that things are distinguished in what, into what requires a subject, like accidents and attributes of which it is said that they do not subsist in themselves, and into what does not need a subject, of which it is said that it subsists, subsists in itself like substances. So if an existence were to exist whose essence would suffice for itself, 
whose subsistence, subsistence would not be from another and whose existence would not be conditioned by the existence of another, it would subsist in itself absolutely. And that is none other than God. May he be praised and exalted. So these are the two names that we've learned for today. Al-Hayy Al-Qayyum. And so I'm going to ask, uh, and now it's time for the daily dua, where I ask where I ask that Allah accepts this dua, where we use some of the beautiful names that we've learned from him. And so, Bismillah. <clears throat> ya Allah, you are Al-Hayy, the living, the one who is everlasting. Grant us a beautiful life in Jannah, surrounded by our loved ones. Give us a life here on earth that is good, that is filled with acts that please you. Have Let us have these intentions and thoughts that please you. Allow us to live a life that strives for the righteous and straight path. Make it easy on us, Ya Allah. Ya Qayyum, you are the self-sufficient, the self-sustainer. Guide us and help us with our prayers, Ya Allah, because it can be hard on us. It can be hard in this world, especially if we're in the Western world, finding time to pray. Ya Allah, make it easy and allow us to have khushu' in our prayers. Allow us to just have these prayers that are between you and us. It is a meeting. It is the beautiful meaning between a servant and their Lord. So Ya Allah, also please make Qiyam al-Layl, make Tahajjud easy on us. Make it something that we can easily do and implement into our daily lives because of the beauty of it. And just to have that closeness with you, Ya Rabbi, Ya Allah, Ameen. Subhanakallahi wa bihamdika, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan rasulullah. Assalamu alaykum. Um